0: hello everyone and welcome to the never open podcast the podcast open to everyone uh, except me because uh, i did not uh, kiss the butt of b-block's final match but that's okay i'm allowed to be a, a stupid idiot that's stupid <laughs> my name is luke your host of the never open podcast and with me as always is mr andy say hello mr andy
1: Hello, Mr. Andy! Hello, Luke! And hello to all the intelligent listeners out there, and all you stupid motherfuckers! Hi. I guess hi to you, too. Yeah. Hello! Hi! <laughs> hey, Luke, Luke yeah. I just want to let you know that this week, you know, uh, anytime I felt like maybe I wasn't given my all, you know, maybe... I needed motivation. Maybe I needed to work harder. I thought to myself, what's what's a way I could do that? What's a way to describe working harder in the best way possible? And we know what that is, right? Max the, fucking the max. max the max? That's right. It's to <laughs> max the max. That's right.
0: <laughs> Dude, people better watch out because
1: I'm fighting with the real sword, yeah! Um. You know, I top rope flying attack battle match, come on, real muscle live, Uh, full struggle danger zone, I know, fighting with a real sword, yeah, I got to max the max, and guess what, Luke, you got to max the max too. Damn straight, oh my my (laughs) god, I love that song,
0: it is hilariously awesome, I love it, every second of it. Alright everyone, we are going to talk about the two opening nights of the G1 Climax 31. We also swear a lot, so be aware of that. And fuck! Yeah, shit, holy fuck. And there are ways people can contact us if they wish. They can do so via the Tweety. I'm at Grumpy2EB, Mr. Guy is at Drew's for Tweets, and we are collectively on the Tweety at NeverOpenPod, or typed or written voice emails, whatever. They can be
1: sent to NeverOpenPod at gmail.com. Do it. Yeah, so, fucking do it, and and make sure if you guys are gonna email us, you're gonna send us a voice email, you're gonna tweet at us, whatever. Make sure that you fucking max the goddamn max, okay? Yeah.
0: All that, right. That means, <laughs> does that mean all capitals or something like what does that mean? Uh, it's whatever it means to you. All right. Uh, I'm look. I've got a, a, maybe one news item. Uh, just about New Japan in general, uh, sort of. Uh, there's a tag team, Aussie Open. People may n- or may not know Aussie Open. Ah, uh-huh.
1: I messaged, I was about
0: to message you about this. Go ahead, I'm sorry. All right. Apparently there was a Rev Pro show over the weekend, yeah. and apparently that was like the one show Hikaleo and Juice didn't wrestle on. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking wrestled each other in every other buddy show. But, yes, uh, Aussie Open, uh, that uh, tag team and stuff, have joined the United Empire. And my brain has farted. But we covered we covered an Aussie Open match, didn't we? Yeah. It's Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis. Of course, I just had to Google your names. I'm sorry, gentlemen. I saw Mark Davis at a match, uh, a death match down under earlier in the year. But, yes, and we did a uh, Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis match from royal quest uh as a recommend a while back so yeah both carl fletcher and mark davis have joined the united empire
1: now mark davis is that dunkzilla yep okay that's what i thought all right now um that's interesting because that's not what i was going to message you about i was going to message you that they had a match at rev pro uh against yoda suji and shoda umina and i thought oh, that was cool. Wow. I, I didn't know they joined the United Empire, okay well, I guess so does that mean shitheads in England
0: uh, yeah, I guess everywhere what? except japan, so uh hey side, I, i'm
1: it's... the- I am the real champion of Japan, and i'm gonna wrestle i am gonna defend this title in America, see ya in England <laughs> <laughs> he's the, what the fuck is champion, happening though.
0: well God. yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm,
1: ah, mm, ah. <laughs> Someone's got to fight him I with can't. a real sword. Yeah. Yes, he doesn't. I mean, he's not real muscle live. Come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Uh, I guess there's lots of... I don't know if there's other news and stuff, but uh, yeah. So how I want to do this, Mr. Andy, is I, I I know we have a strong review and another voice email. But uh, we before do. we get to the G1 Climax proper... I did note yeah. on A Block and B Block's interviews, not extensive notes. Oh, but, uh, I, I did write some shit down. So, uh, yeah, I wasn't going to, but I was in such a withdrawals yeah. for New Japan that I was like, yeah, let's do it. You're sighing. Is that were, what's going on?
1: Yeah, they were, well, they were fucking awesome, but I was sighing because I completely, I mean, we're kind of burying the lead here. And maybe, I mean, I know this is in your notes, Luke, but if you don't mind. You know, Never. I want to talk about this. I think it's really important that I do it um, just because, you know, of all the people here, I kind of know a little more about this than you do. And it's OK. <laughs> it's you know, it just is what it is. And that's, um, right. you know, there there was an interview. It was at the very end of the uh, B block one and it was its own block. It was like a it was the G block, which is a new block this year. And uh, the G and G one and the G and G block stands for one thing. Do you know what that is, Luke? No. Greater Khan? It's, but. It stands for fucking Great Ape. That's what oh. it stands for. And, and Great Ape just wanted to let everyone know that he is the winner of G-Block. So.
0: Everyone's trying to do like a, a J White thing. Last year it was the J-Block. Well, now it's the, the Jeff Block. No, it, it's the Greater Khan g one, All this kind of stuff. That's all right. Yeah, it's, but yes, it's great we, we, have, then, <laughs> we have... We have... Uh, The block interviews, we're going to talk about nights one and two in Osaka. You know what the biggest shocker in Osaka was? That was was only, I guess, one shocker in Osaka. Only one. And uh, then it was pretty much uh, kind of a normal new Japan show, which is not a bad thing at all. So, you know, you kind of expect, like, lots of shockers to happen in in Osaka, but uh, we got one. Look, it's fucking G1! It's G1! I know, man. Yeah.
1: It's g <laughs> I'm excited. I told what? you I was fired up. You yeah. thought you thought I was gonna be pissy this whole time and that's not that's not a fact. <laughs> that's not a thing. Because because, you know, I mean I've been talking to Grape Ape and you know, things are going well. So Alright, so where do you wanna start this? Do you wanna do
0: uh uh should I just go through the G block uh oh, G block, you got me saying G block now. Should I just go through <laughs> Should I go through the G1 climax Wee. interviews or what? Because uh Yeah, was, that's yeah. what you brought him up for, right? All right, so <laughs> we see variations These of are awesome as well. They're they're pretty awesome. It's it's like uh all right, so we start off with Okoto Ibushi and uh his all of his uh comments are pretty much no matter what, I can't lose against Naito and Shingo. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, fuck the other seven motherfuckers in this tournament. And get out of here. It's just those two I can't lose against. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, see how that goes. <laughs> uh, I'm paraphrasing what Ishii will say, but Tomohiro Ishii pretty much says, doesn't matter who I'm facing, I'm going to fuck them up. Uh, Yano, though, Yano is the fucking, might be like the best, best one of the lot, and it's third, so I wish I had it written down last. But Yano is going to bring supreme dignity to the G1. He fears no man because he is fighting to express the regal dignity of the king of pro wrestling. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He's fucking pumped for the G1 like I am. And then we got Takagi Shingo who's like, I'm going to win. Also mentions Naito and Ibushi. Uh, Those are two he doesn't want to lose to the most. Okay, I guess there's a theme here because Tetsuya Naito is like, I'm going to win. I win every four years. <laughs> also, Abushi and Shingo, uh, we're born in the same year, and I can't lose against you, against both of you. Also, you might think I'm looking forward to facing you, but not really, because he sucks. <laughs> 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 and then Naito's like, he's probably excited to wrestle me, though. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. with the fucking face promo, Right, every year, oh, wait, not every year, for the last couple of years, Zack Sabre Jr.'s pretty much said this, I'm going to beat the champion, and then I don't even give a shit about the rest of the tournament together. Yeah. Is my uh, bad yeah. accent. But this year, he doesn't say that. He says uh, he faced Shingo only once in 2009 in a German nightclub. In which uh, ZSJ actually submitted, and uh, it's a face interview said this year, and he only says "dickhead" once.
1: I'm like, what? Oh, really disappointing. You know, yeah. I mean, I thought, I mean, if only, you know, you think that his match and stuff, you know, is it, it, that shouldn't be disappointing. But I was kind of, you know, I was really underwhelmed with this promo, and I started thinking to myself, maybe he's not a gonna win. You know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Where's the I'm a gonna win
0: segment? Great Khan says <laughs> uh, calls out Zack Saber Junior and Kenta. Yeah, uh, so uh, that's pretty cool. Says Cobb will win the B block and the G in G one sounds for Great O'Khan. Kenta yeah. uh, has what Pinterest is Kentuck is the best just uh, he's like my equal first favorite along with uh Yanos. Yeah. Who's he most looking forward to? Well, Kenta's most looking looking forward to facing Yoshihashi. <laughs> They're not <laughs> even in the same block. So, Kenta wants to win A block and have Yoshihashi win B block. So, they can, yeah.
1: And he, uh, in, in, in his interview, he says, like, I'm looking forward to facing Yoshihashi. And then he's like, we're not in the same block? We're not? Really? Oh, I see. That throws me off. So, that was like his whole plan was to fight Yoshihashi. And that's all he thought about. That was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he
0: did mention that uh, he's interested to wrestle Okan, So he didn't say that. But he, he did say, like, oh, that throws me off. Who's in my blog? Like, what the fuck? We got uh, Tungaloa whose comments are, oh. do I deserve to be here? I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> do He buried himself. Some himself confidence, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, geez. <laughs> 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 that was fun. And uh, we've
2: got
0: <sighs> Jiro. and mm. he mentions his one win against Cobb, says that one win over Cobb cemented him being in this year's G1, and he calls out Naito, which uh, Naito pretty much predicted. So there you uh, go, because they used to be in a tag team and all that kind of jazz, in case people do not know that. Uh, all right, so now we have a B-block. Tanahashi's 20th straight G1, by the way. He does a Naito and he says he's going to win like he does every three years. It's been three years since he last one and it was three years before that. If he can beat Okada in the opener, he can ride that wave to the end. Well, <laughs> uh, most, on, <laughs> but the, uh, most on his mind though is Sonata. Yeah. Mm. Like, Okada. My only option is I'm going to win. Wants to rectify his lost to Cobb and says the old Okada will appear. Yeah, fuck off. All right. So, Hiroki Goto, he wants to reestablish oh. himself, and he looks forward to wrestling his own teammates, Yoshi and Okada. And like, hey, what? <laughs> what an asshole. You, you just look forward to beating the shit out of the – Okay. Yoshi- well, I wonder what Yoshihashi has to say. I look forward to beating up Okada and Goto. What? I know their their reasoning is I don't get to wrestle these guys that much because we're in the same faction, but I'm just like, uh,
1: okay. Hmm. Well, Luke, there there's a reason why it's called chaos. Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sonata gets my gets my hopes up because he says if he loses, he'll retire, and I'm like, yes, yes, lose (laughs) motherfucker. (laughs) <laughs> and then he goes, just kidding. I'm like, boo! But he looked forward to wrestling Okada. His,
1: yeah. yeah, his promo reminds me of that scene in Billy Madison where, uh, you know, the bus driver is Chris Farley, and he's like, he's like, uh, you know, that Veronica Vaughn. Hmm. She's one piece of ass. Me and her got it on. And dude's like, no, you didn't. And he's like, well, uh, you can imagine what it'd be like, right? You know, like, and that's kind of what uh, Sonata sounds like, cause he's like, you know, I'm definitely gonna retire. But not really, but uh, yeah. you can imagine what it'd be like, you know. Oh my <laughs> god.
0: <laughs> uh Tai Chi says a uh, he face promo for him too. Tai Chi says like he's been focused on tags, but Zach Saber Jr. and himself I'm gonna remind everyone how good they are at singles, which they both do.
2: Yeah, well Looks forward
0: to fa- and, and he he says that uh he says he doesn't even know yeah. who's in it too. Yeah. He says he looks forward to facing Yujiro and, <laughs> 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 and uh And says people make this... And then his next line, you just pretty much let the car out of the bag. His next line is pretty much us, because... I think we're yes. pro- are we like the only New Japan pro wrestling podcast who's didn't like, let's break it all down and predict the yes. shit out of this. I think we, we might be the only one to do that. And that's only because uh, we don't like doing that. So that's that's pretty much it. But he just he, he does kind of say how we think, 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 how would think uh, says people make too big a deal about the cards. Uh, and and uh, he's just going to turn up and wrestle who we wrestle. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. And yeah. I look forward to him um, uh, facing Yujiro. He doesn't care who he faces in the block until the day of. But uh, on his mind is Yoshihashi. He was, and uh, <laughs> I, put, I put in brackets, like, remember, remember him when uh, Chi was pissed off because, like, Yoshihashi got in the G1 and he didn't? And, like, Taichi was actually winning matches, and Yoshihashi was, like, Yoshihashi? Yeah. So I think Taichi just wants to fucking kick his ass. I think,
1: well, he's also mad because Yoshihashi buried his partner so bad in that match that they had where (sighs) Yoshihashi's just standing in the corner, and Zack Sabre Jr.'s like, yeah, come on, let's do the spot. Come on, let's do the spot. Come here, boy. Come here. You know, and Yoshihashi (laughs) just fucking looks at him and sits there in the corner. That's why.
0: Even mad. Goto was looking at him going, hey, come
1: on, man. We're ready.
0: He just gives up. Goto just gives up. <laughs> it's awesome. yeah, it was just like, oh, fine. I'm just going to throw him to the ground or whatever. Fuck, whatever. Uh, Jeff Cobb, uh, he pretty much says, like, uh, he and O'Khan are going to win. Most intrigued to face Tanahashi because he has the U.S. title. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm interested in that. Yes. Now, people think Jeff Cobb's going to win the tournament. I uh, I 100% disagree.
3: <laughs>
0: he, he's going he's to block with uh, Sonata and Nakata, so uh, his chances are fucked. <laughs> so, uh, was, pretty, uh, yeah. Jeff Cobb's pretty much just laid his story out to you right there. Uh, Tanahashi United States title. Uh, so I'm happy with that, actually, by the way. Um, if they're not going to push yes. him up to the top, um, there's nothing to no, no bad deal to wrestle Tanahashi for a time. All right, evil. I'm gonna win. And who's he looking forward to wrestling? No such man exists. He'll drag them all
1: through the <laughs> <house of> torture. <laughs> <I'm> like, evil. <laughs> Hell yeah. He's great. I love
0: him. Tamatonga did admits,
1: like, yeah. Did you know that people like don't like evil and they mm-hmm. don't like Dick Togo? Have you heard that? Yeah. <laughs> I drink their tears, dude, and they taste
0: amazing. <laughs> so funny, <laughs> dude! Oh man, I'm, I'm loving it. But uh, yeah, uh, Tamatonga admits that last time he disrespected the game, and that he's grown, and that, uh, he wants he's going to take this seriously, and he wants to beat Okada. Uh, Chase Owens, I'm finally in the G1! Woohoo! Ugh. And he looks forward to wrestling Okada and Tanahashi, I guess, because he's probably never had singles matches with those two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I'm thinking he hasn't had singles matches against most of these guys. So, uh, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, is <laughs> that, is that everybody? It is. That is everybody in the G1 in both blocks. So there you go. There's um me stupidly paraphrasing the things that they said in their comments so uh there you go
1: well i do want to point out some setting like visual type stuff because this was done like via skype or zoom mm-hmm. or some shit and so you you know so some people were in their grandma's bedroom so uh that was interesting you know you, like you um, mean like uh, jeff cup <laughs> yes he's like in his grandma's back bedroom
0: <laughs> that made me laugh so Yep. Uh, oh,
1: that's man. good
0: time. Yep, it sure is. All right, dude. So, do we do we uh, do we jump straight in to at least night one, or do you want to do some voicey stuff? All right. Hey, we've had technical difficulties. Can I even hear the voice emails?
1: I don't know. Um, you know, it's uh, let's uh, let's try the first one we got and see what it see if you can hear it. Is the first one the not, strong one? No, there's another one, so if I can get it
2: to fucking open. Grumpy, Mr. Guy, good afternoon, good very early morning. Hey, I just uh, wanted to call in and leave you guys a message about the Young Lions. After the last New Japan Strong review from Ian, I had to go check out that show, and it did not disappoint The first match and the main event both were, let's just say they were worth my time. Anyhow, I'm sitting here watching and only have watched the first match of the G1, and it was Cho versus the new Young Lion. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. I'm going to have to hear it three or four more times before I start butchering it. Anyhow, if it's going to be, they said Cho is going to wrestle him uh the other new young lion uh tomorrow so is it just going to be show alternating murdering young lions because if that's the case man do i wish we had mr bread back and i was getting nothing but lariat after lariat after lariat however i do think new japan eventually will be fine with this new crop of young lions they seem to actually be pretty good um and i just have a lot of respect for the new japan system and how they grow their young talent versus say, you know, some of the big companies like WWE do. Not to say that the U.S. doesn't have a good system, uh, but that's all independence and on the wrestler themselves. The New Japan Dojo is where these guys, you know, learn and hone their craft instead of spending time on the indies. So I guess I just wanted to call in with my thoughts on the Young Lions and just hear what you guys have to say regarding uh, the new crop of young lions and the future of new Japan. Thanks guys. Keep up the great work. Okay, Luke.
1: So Dave Howard, he want to know what our thoughts are on the young lions and show killing them. And I guess the young lion system a little bit. I mean, what do you think? Oh, well, but... um, all right. So I'm going <laughs> to burst his bubble.
0: Cause um, the next couple shows will not have uh, young lion matches, but, Upcoming, oh. I don't look too. I don't usually look this far ahead, but upcoming will be a Young Lion match or two featuring Master Wato. So uh, what? Yeah. So there, there is that. But uh, I, I really loved. I'm, I'm letting the cat out of here, but I really love those two Young Lions matches featuring high uh, Iwa and Kosai Fujita. Uh, see, I fucked them up too, Mister Howard, and. Uh, unlike you who would like, I'm not going to say them out loud or butchering their names. I'm just like, yeah, fuck this. I'm going for it. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I love the young lion system. In fact, uh, they, they do work the Indies that's their excursion. So they don't, they don't work Mm -hmm. the Indies as like green wrestlers. They're not green anymore. They're sort of green, I guess in terms of like a experience, but, uh, in terms of in ring, they've got all the fundamentals that they have, which, um, which, which properly prepares them, I guess, to go on that excursion and come back. So, yeah, I like it. Uh, I like seeing these two young lions in singles matches because when they're wrestling together with shaved heads and their faces are not on camera, I can't tell them apart. When their faces are on camera, I can. But uh, this is like a good opportunity. No, I sound like a racist douchebag, but I think, I think you know, it's a thing. Like, Whatever. But uh, it was good because uh, I was like, okay, that one's Iwa and that one's uh, Fiji and uh, I probably won't make that mistake again, which is pretty cool. Now, uh, yeah, I like them. I like the matches. I, I'll talk more about the Young Lions when we get to when we start night one of the uh, A block and uh, then B block. What do you think?
1: Well, I, I mean, thank you for asking. Wow, um, I prefer. To uh have show beating up these young lions yeah. and Mr. Bread that doesn't help Mr. Bread at all. So I don't know why. I don't know if Dave was trying to say he didn't like the match, but I, I do find it interesting that he's one match into the G1. And it's not even the G1 part. And he's like, you know what? Let's talk the about voicemail. the young lions. <laughs> hey, I, I enjoy the voicemail, so I appreciate it. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I think that the uh, Young Lion system is superior to the Indies because either you make it or you don't. And if you don't, you kind of move on to something else in your life. You know, you don't hear too many, too often a Young Lion that like quit the Young Lion system and then is a wrestler somewhere else. It's either they make it or they don't. Whereas there's tons of wrestlers that are on the Indies in the United States in this system um, where they are just languishing in some loop going to the same places every week and getting nowhere. And so that is frustrating. And uh, a lot of these guys get no feedback from anybody and, um, or they only have feedback from fans that love them. So it's like your match was great. Okay. That doesn't help. You know what I mean? Like what well, was great about it? Why did you like it? What could I improve on? And a lot of wrestlers don't get that input. And so it's awesome that the Young Lions system, not only does it give them the input constantly, but they also get that input from the fans like in real time. And it's fucking great. I love that. And you're getting you're getting trained by people who have gone through
0: that system as well. Uh yes. I think one of the two of the trainers for the Young Lions are Yuji Nagata and uh Jushin Thunderliger, And uh, you know, so they're they're kind of um paying it. Forward, I guess. Uh, setting up the new generation and shit. Yeah. I love the young lines.
1: I I heard that sometimes, and it's not it's not very often, but every once in a while they'll bring in like a guest, you know, kind of, you know, guy that's going to do a seminar. And that while Grape Ape was there last week, they had a seminar. And uh, you know, he taught them how to jump on a little car without destroying it. Um, which is is the same principle as doing a double stop. So Grape Ape knows a lot about pro wrestling.
0: They need to get Adrian Paul to come do a fucking sword seminar <laughs> so
1: know how to fight with real swords. Yeah. Did you see that? That that guy. That's what that guy's job is now. Is that he gives sword fighting seminars? We're talking about Adrian Paul, the star of Televisions yeah. Islander, the series, and uh, who is a fucking awesome dude. And the and the show is great. You can get a hold of him pretty easily. Like he'll respond to messages and stuff like that. And, like, you can sign up for these classes where he teaches you how to sword fight. And I wonder, like, you know, I mean, is, you know, do we get to – is there a quickening class? I mean, do we get to learn how to make O-faces right in the camera? Because I, I need to know, you know? There can
0: be only one
1: free lesson. The second one you have to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. <All right. laughs> That's
0: great. All right. So, all right. Uh, A block uh, happens and then strong happens. So, you want to talk about A block first, then do strong, or you just want to say, let's
1: just get strong out the way. I watch strong,
0: by the
2: way.
1: Well, uh, let's talk about strong in between the two shows. And I want to tell you right now, I cannot fucking wait to talk about A block. Yeah, I can't wait
0: either. So, let's do it right now. and let's start with uh, uh Rio Iwa versus the murder machine show so, uh, <laughs> I, I like the uh, I like the gimmick I like the outfit I like the persona he walks out different he's he puts on a different he has different facial expressions every like same similar moveset and stuff but just the way he does things I was like I love it yeah so uh <laughs> And I love this spot that he's, he's, I guess, going to keep doing uh, because it's awesome and it makes me laugh. And uh, he has uh, Iwa on the uh, railing outside. And as Abe counts the 20 count, the show chops him to the count of it.
1: (laughs) That is fucking awesome spot. Awesome spot. And, shows, and uh, there's, shows even looking at Abe as he counts, going, go on, keep yes. counting, I'm gonna slap this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is that is an awesome spot because it gets heat, you know, on on the announcer, and and that's also the guy that Evil loves to fuck with. So there is gonna be a combo spot where we have like that going on, and then Evil just comes around and throws dude into the the yeah. barricade. I mean, I I, it I see to it. Happen. It's gonna be awesome. It's yeah. gonna be great
0: oh absolutely i can't wait and like it had me going abi just shut up stop counting <laughs> exactly
1: exactly but he can't he has to count you know what i mean it's fucking amazing it's like it's like when the heel makes the baby face watch him then beat up his tag partner he has to watch they're forcing him you know
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love that spot that was awesome uh, he uh does not get that much offense in this match but he does his gnarly drop kick uh, to a show's face is pretty cool awesome he tries some young liney shit but it doesn't work and uh, a submission now called the snake bite by show mm-hmm. for the win uh, i guess even though he's got a video game gimmick there are already two wrestlers that have a submission hold called the game over and both of those submission holds are completely fucking different thank you miro and kenta <laughs>
1: <laughs> isn't that what um what Miro car- calls his as well yeah. as the game yeah. over. Jesus yep. Christ, how many of these are there? Um, yeah, everyone's into shit. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I love this match the same reason that you do. I love new show. I think he's great, mm-hmm. and I really like this gimmick. Um, you know, I I saw a conversation on um a terrible website, uh called Reddit today, and uh this conver- this conversation was like somebody like man. Uh, you know, like gosh, yo and sho they were really like I wasn't interested in them, but now that Sho's got this other kind of character he's showing, I really like that. And I was like thinking to myself, yeah, well like baby faces are generic and heels are interesting. So when you find the people that only like heels or they find someone that's like, Oh, I love this guy, but he's a heel, that it's kinda like, you know, that's kind of like because you like interesting characters and 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 you know. Pongi 3K was kind of generic. Their, their thing yeah. was they show you the inside of their jacket. Look at that. Look at it's got the stars in there. That was it. <laughs> uh, well, you yeah, know, evil became a lot more
0: interesting. I always liked him, but you yeah, know, I liked him a lot more when he turned. Yeah, so here we go. Yeah. Our first match for the G1. 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 And it's Kudo Ibushi versus Yujiro Takahashi. There's no sign. Max
1: man. the Max, yeah.
0: Um, he didn't get the memo though. He comes out with his pimp cane. It's supposed to be swords. you stupid asshole. Where's Drew McIntyre? Uh, but uh, <laughs> Peter is back, and Peter will be here. Yeah. Um, Yujiro did say this in his interview. Sorry, I just felt like taking a piss for his uh, back, uh his comments, but uh, he did say awesome. that Peter would be with him for every match, mind you. Uh, Chi did not say the same thing about me, but I was just like, oh, we better get one. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, the commentators are distracted in this match because they get Peter keychains, and they only show <laughs> us the front of the keychains. I'm like, what's <laughs> the back of those keychains look like? Let me check see that. But uh, they're very excited about that. Peter distracts uh, Chumpy. That's Marty Asami, the referee. Everyone, in case people don't realize every time we say Chumpy, who we mean, he's the chumpiest ref who ever chumped in Chumptown. And he lives in Chumpville. <laughs> he is a chump. So uh, Peter distracts Chumpy. <laughs> but that is a worthy distraction because I would be distracted by Peter as well. Yes, I may. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pure male. And so, uh, you, you know, that, that gives you an opportunity to do his usual Pimp cane shit on the outside. So I'm kind of like... I know I'm, I'm I'm expecting shockers in Osaka, but I'm not expecting it for this match. I'm expecting it for a couple other matches on this show. Definitely not the fucking first match of the night, right? I'm expecting it for maybe uh, the main event or something like that, right? I did not expect a big surprise. So I was just like, I'm watching this match thinking, huh. Yajiro fucking turned up. I mean, he's still wearing his usual shitty jorts and taking people to the outside straight away with his cane. But after after that, I'm like, this match is actually kind of good. I didn't even sigh when I said that, like he was fighting Yajiro. And, uh, you know, of course, there's a, there's a low blow and stuff. He, he stands up quite a bit of punishment too, like uh, some brutal-looking V-triggers and shit, but manages to kind of, you know, keep going. Of course, he's going to low blow and cheap. It is Yujiro. He's in Bullet Club. But then he hits the pimp juice, and I'm just like, nah, it's not going to work. This is fucking Koto Abushi, motherfucker. And of course, Abushi kicks out. Then he picks him up for what he calls the big juice. And boom, Yujiro Takahashi has won two G1 matches in a row. He won his last match last year against Jeff Cobb and now I guess he can lose every other match this year and still be invited back next year because he beat the (laughs) two-time winner of the G1. So, holy shit, we're starting straight away with a shocker in Osaka. Yujiro Takahashi, the pimp man, the pimp juice himself, has pinned two-time in a row G1 winner Koto
1: Ibushi. What do you think? This is the best Yujiro match we've seen since the never-open title match versus Ishii that we covered. Yeah. Um, and I like this one better even. Yeah, it's um, it's, man. it's pretty, it's pretty good. Abushi's bumping all over the place, you know, and Yujiro brings the best A game that he can. He's trying to max the max, you know what I mean? And that's all we can ask from him, you know? So like you said, we had that Peter distraction and I was distracted, you know, I mean, I just can't stop looking at her. Um, if you've ever seen her without her mask on, it's even more distracting. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like 10 times as distracting without the mask on. So, um, Anyway, uh, that move. So I'm not calling that big juice, and I will refuse to call him huge, huge uh, in inter- internet. I will not be doing that. Uh, that is a fucking impaler DDT, which is what you call that move, and uh, it's awesome, and I love that. And Yujiro beats Ibushi, and when the crowd, when 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 Chumpy's down there, he's counting the three. He does that slight pause before number three, as they always do in New Japan. You think it's a false finish? No, it's three. And the crowd goes, "Wow! They do! Oh, the a Japanese, Wow! They did not a give, a give a fuck about the rules. They were hot as hell. And this crowd, um, I'll talk about it later, but this crowd is so loud and so vocal, it makes the whole night better. I mean, it makes Absolutely. both these nights just ten times better because they actually react to shit. And when something major like this happens, they do the, you know, the wah, the the crazy noise that only a Japanese crowd makes. And, yep. man, it was like coming home. It was like coming home after being gone for so long. And here we are. We're at home. I dare love this. I, Dare I say this, but Yujiro actually sets a trend here for the G1.
0: And that trend being pulling out shit no one's seen that particular wrestler pull out before. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of that. Uh, well, you do see a lot of that over these two nights. Uh, Wrestlers, like even if it's just a wrestler doing a drop kick that you don't usually see do drop kicks. Like, I know it's like a small thing, but wow, uh, you notice it because, you know, you watch these guys do match after match after match. You know, their move sets, all this kind of stuff. So when they pull out something different, even if it's just like a, a regular move or something, you're just
1: like, holy shit. All right. All right. We're, P- yeah we P- say P- holy P- shit and the new japan crowd goes Wah. <laughs> great i
0: love it so yes yujiro takahashi is technically at this point in the g1 winning yeah two yeah. points yujiro takahashi with two kotobushi on zero and we start with another match of course it's the great okan versus Tungaloa, and <clears throat> look you mentioned this to me, and I agree lower does look to get gassed at some point, but even uh, even with that, <laughs> I thought this was a very solid, big, strong guy match. I kind of liked it mm-hmm. I, I didn't I didn't there are some matches in this g one like the first, these two nights where I'm just like, oh, okay, this is gonna be a match and then I watched the match and I'm like, oh, all right, also uh, greater Khan and Tangaloa are making their g one climax debuts also. Uh, earlier on in the show, they say uh, Riohai Iwa is having his fifth fifth match of all time at the start of this show, and uh, fifth which, singles match, yeah, fifth singles match of all time in this show. To which I quipped, "Yeah, so is Tongaloa, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah." But uh, I thought this was. Uh, Pretty solid stuff. They both beat the shit and wail on each other quite, quite for quite a while. Okan kicks out of an a gnarly looking power bomb. He tries to set up the eliminator a couple times, but uh, there's a lot of powering out from by both men. But he eventually hits that eliminator, and this is this is exactly what I wanted. I've been looking for you and I have been both uh, looking forward to Great Okan in the G1, and uh, his his debut. Is impressive. And what is more distracting than Peter without a mask? It, well, for Mr. Andy, it's Greta Khan's
1: hat sitting on the ring. Plate. Yes. Yeah. 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 You, <laughs> you know, Luke, how are you going to take my shit? You know what I mean? Like, you got to take my shit. How? What am I supposed to talk about here? You know, actually, I have a lot of stuff to talk about. But, um, <laughs> um oh, Khan. Okay. So this is important. This match is super important and it's really good. And I'll tell you why. Um, Okan is a babyface here, all right. So he's a babyface in this in this match, and um, you also have uh, not only Tongaloa and you got Chumpy there, but you also have Jotto. Uh, uh, and Jotto is fantastic on the outside. Jotto is like the key to this match. He really adds legitimacy to Tongaloa. Without Jotto there, you don't think Tongaloa has a chance. With Jotto there, he does. And so because of that, these timely distractions and stuff that are done by Jado, there's something for Ocon to overcome, except for the guy who hasn't had any singles matches and has barely been, has never been in a G1. That's not something for Ocon to overcome as a babyface. As Ocon comes back, he does flashy versions of his offense, plays mm-hmm. to the crowd. And the crowd is 100% behind him. Uh, you know, O'Kon has to overcome. Like he says, and he does a great job. He wins with the Dominator um, oh, and uh, get, gets the crowd on. Now, yeah. I know that, that you are a big fan of ZZ Top, all right? And so we all are. It's the top, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, all of their albums are one-word names and they're all Words that people mistake for Ocon finishers. So you have the elim, you know, eliminator. You have dominator. You have afterburner. You know what I mean? These are all just names of uh, ZZ Top albums. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, you, <laughs> you and I have both
0: um, shit on Mr. Tungaloa and Mr. Yijiro, uh on this show, and here we are giving them props because uh, both of matches uh... are good.
1: I gave Jono props. Um, but um, <laughs> I do have something, if you don't mind, for this next match. Yep. I, I have some words I'd like to say about it. Um, Because uh, the next match involves Kenta and Yano. And um, I fucking love this match. But I'll talk about that in a minute. But um, Kenta had uh, the announcer, he handed the announcer this, like, list of accolades, right? Because Yano has this big, long list of accolades. So I, I have the list of accolades for Kenta. If you don't mind, I'd like it. to do a dramatic reading of that, if that's wow, okay. Wow, you actually have those. Okay. I mean, it's dramatic, and I'm reading. So, yes. Um, here we go. Born in Soka City, Satama, living in America. His favorite word is Yoshihashi. He grew <laughs> up a baseball fanatic. He was called the best third baseman and Satama. Sound like a lie? That's because it is. But he was in the national high school championship. This is also a lie. This is the man who debuted in pro wrestling age 19 and has stayed in this business for 21 years. Thank you for the applause. Thank you (laughs) for the applause. He will win this year's G1. Please give your support. Please give more of your support. 174 centimeters, 85 kilograms. His name is. His name, is, his name 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 is,
2: his name is, his name is, his name is, his name is
0: Keta! <laughs> oh man, and this is a name, uh, a match that I named the, the tail of the tape. Ha ha ha. But, uh, I like, uh, Kenta, Kenta's not just trolling with the announcements. He's trolling as soon as he fucking comes out to the ring uh, because, (laughs) hey, someone, someone else in wrestling does his finishing move. And, uh, so Kenta comes out, he does the whole, it's clob, he does some of the, uh, it's clobbering thingy that, uh, CM Punk does on his way
1: out. So, uh, (laughs) yep. (laughs) <laughs> that that match just gotta happen. That's such a money match. It's gotta happen, but you yeah, know. Uh,
0: Kenta tells the ref to search Yano, and uh, you know the Yano tells him to search Kenta, and they both have rolls of tape, of course. So <clears throat> the theme for this match is it's last year's match, but then they build on that, and I really liked that a lot. So Kenta was like, "Well, this worked for me last year. I'm going to try it again." So he does. He does the thing where uh, he gets Yano right up to the uh, re- uh, the entrance ramp, right up the top, and then tapes him to the uh, to <laughs> whatever some pole up there or something.
1: He's got he's got tape stashed because the yeah. ref finds all the tape, you know. Yeah. So he's got so
0: uh, he he you know he does that thing from last year, and then he just pisses off back to the ring. And Yano though. Escapes this time. So that's how the match ended last year. Yano couldn't escape him, and it was a 20 count. This time, he gets out of it, and then the match continues, and the rest of the match happens, and (laughs) I fucking thought it was awesome. Uh, They battle it out in the ring for a bit, and then Yano and Kenta are on the outside, and Kenta tapes his wrists together and then throws Yano under the ring. And then they're both facing the way that uh, Yano was thrown under the ring, him and uh, the ref, but, you know, Yano, you know, he's not going to be stupid and come out the same way he went in. He comes out the opposite side, comes out sneaks up behind Kenta, low, double low-blown because his hands are taped, <laughs> taped together. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kenta kicks out, and then uh, a weird finish here, and I guess it's because Yano's hands are taped behind, together, and it's hard for him to kind of do easy moves when you're taped up. But he he eventually gets the pin on Kenta in a very entertaining, fun match.
1: Uh, yes, this match is one of my favorite matches of the two shows we're covering here. I uh, fucking love it. The crowd mm. loved the, Kenta's entrance. I mean, they loved it. And they were, you know, this is when it was sinking in that they they were like, you know, just going to yell shit. And they're just you know the only thing that we're missing shout out to Jay uh, Mrs. Doom. We're missing the sonata you know that's the only thing we're kind of missing here is that you know the you know, yeah, that we're Kata! we're missing that so um she said that she said that whenever she hears sonata announced, she hears me going sonata for some reason, so I don't know why, um, but uh, it's great to be thought of, you know, I like <laughs> that I'm stuck in someone's head somewhere. So that's <laughs> All right, so um, you know the the crowd is awesome in this match. I fucking love it. They are oohing and on at anything that happens in this match. Like like, there's look, where's the tape? Oh, nobody has tape. Oh my god, he has tape. Wow <laughs> The crowd is oohing and on. It's fucking amazing. And there is more yelling in this match than a Yoshihashi match. There is so much yelling. And I noticed something, you know, we're like seven minutes into this match. And I'm mm. thinking some somewhere Taichi and Taka Michinoku are getting a little nervous. You know, it's like that thing every year, you know, in football, there used to be this thing where like the, the Miami, uh, this is Miami team that went 14 and 0. And they would they would bust out the champagne every time a team didn't go uh, undefeated because they were the only team. So, you know, here's what's going on. We got Taichi, Tachi, Taka Michinoku. They're hanging out together. They're watching this match. They got the champagne, but it's not open yet. Seven minutes in, these two, Kenta and Yano, finally touch. And that's when Taichi and Taka Michinoku are like, oh, my God. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> we still hold the record for the longest match where we didn't touch. Um, it's This match is so much fun. This is one of those ones that is kind of on that same level as the Kenny Omega-Yano matches or the... Zack Sabre Jr. Yano matches where it just, yeah. just gets so ridiculous and amazing. And this is the beginning of the G1. I mean, I can't wait to see what Yano does next. I can't wait to see how Kenta trolls his next opponent because he is fantastic at this shit. And I I just, I love this so much. I love Dude. it. I also love when he throws he throws Yano under the ring and he tells the ref that Yano just left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey we're getting yano versus zach sabre
0: jr by the way but uh oh yeah i don't know when it's happening but it's coming up so uh, i'm like oh yes yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that match but, is awesome like zach sabre jr is like one of the few wrestlers that can take yano to a really 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 long match and it works um I'm glad Yano and Chase are on different blocks.
1: <laughs> well, I messaged I messaged you, I said, This is how you do a long Yano match. Because yes, this match did. is pretty long, you know, it's like fifteen minutes long and it's fucking awesome. And there's not a moment where you're like, I'm bored. There's every moment you're like, What are they gonna do next? Where where is the tape gonna come from now? What do they have under the ring? Why is he under the ring? Wow. Yep. And I, I do want to mention, by the way, before
0: we continue with the next match, that uh, I think he refed he both the Young Lions matches both nights, but we have a new ref. His That's name weird. is yes. Yuya Sakamoto.
1: So, yes, a new mm. ref. <clears throat> I'll make up a silly nickname for him soon. Yes, he was he refed those, and then we had, like, I guess, um, Ref Chumpy had chumped in front of the wrong person. And he got, like, demoted for this show but then re-promoted the junior ref in in the next show because future ball ref like did the the middle card matches and then you know uh Chumpy did the opening like except for the opening match he did like the first two matches so that was weird and um yeah. I'm I was I was worried about Chumpy for a second he 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 got lost with the bus driving and they got mad at him so okay. <laughs> Ch- hey what, is what was it was the Ian tweeted he said um they see Chumpy chumping they be um. hating <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! So now we got, um, now we got Tetsuya Naito versus Zack Sabre Jr. And yeah, fuck. I don't know where the You got start. all the,
1: you got all the moves written down, right? You you got all these holds written down. I so do not. It was fucking way too many. <laughs> but let me let
0: me just put it this way. Uh, this is how I tweeted uh, my – this is how I thought about it on the tweet, and I'll, I'll, I'll share it here just in case people don't follow us at neveropenpot at gmail.com or at at yeah. uh, it And it is – all right, everyone listening, because I know Andy knows this promo. If, uh, if you've never seen it, there is a promo from WCW of Chris Jericho where he's uh, trolling – Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko, I'm the man of a thousand holes. Well, Jericho's like, I'm the man of a thousand and four holes. And he pulls out this big sheet of paper and it f- flops out like a giant-ass scroll, like in a cartoon. And then he starts reading out the movies. Like,
1: I, I prefer to think of it as, like, it's like Yoshihashi's dick. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, to keep it in uh, the realm of
0: New Japan. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think Zack Saber Jr. did more than a thousand and four moves in this match. Holy shit! Like, right. and uh, takes two to tango. Naito is incredible in this match. He has great comebacks. He uh, he's, he he can go toe to toe with Zack Saber Jr. in terms of kind of out, trying to outwit him and all this kind of stuff too. His selling is absolutely amazing. Uh, in fact, it was last year's G1 where I, I went from being a little kind of uh, I like his wrestling, but I'm not sure about him. To me, being like, I love Naito, so yeah, this can this, and that <laughs> that's something that hasn't stopped uh, since uh, that G1. So yeah, I'm still on that Naito train. He is fucking incredible in this. But remember when I said like wrestlers who don't usually do drop kicks are pulling out drop Zach saber. I'm like, did he just do a drop kick? I don't see him do that that often. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, did he just do some kind of sunset? flip kind of fucking powerbomb thing move like what the fuck what's he doing oh my god and then then like he does something that night naito apparently hadn't has not submitted in a g1 match or a match in general for a very long time and wow gets, okay and zach said yeah, so this is a big deal so zach saber jr just twists him up right near the end the whole match is working N- N- naito's leg so there's one dude you don't want to face in the opening round of the G1 because this guy is going to just target a body part. And for the rest of that G1, guess what all the re- other wrestlers are going to do? Everyone's going to go after Nite's <laughs> leg now. And why wouldn't you? Because Zack Sabre Jr. fucking tortured that shit. Wow. In all sorts of wonderful, creative, interesting ways. And the, I can't remember. I don't know what the uh, the finishing movie does is called the on, the, uh, on uh, Zack Sabre Jr. I think I've got it. Here, apparently, it's called the, yes, I am a long way from home. It, and then okay. that's the name of Zach, that submission move that uh, Zach C- mean. puts on at the end. But uh, some, one of the commentators, I don't know if it was Chris Charton or um, Kevin Kelly, thought he was just about to put Orienteering uh, for Napalm death on. But, uh, yeah, man, this match is fucking amazing. I was glued the whole time. I loved it, and I even went out of my way, and I I said, I think that's my favorite Zack Sabre Jr. match that I've seen on New Japan. Wow. I loved it.
1: Yeah, I can't say that, but I, I really like this. Now, I have been critical <clears throat> of Zack Sabre Jr. versus Naito matches because I feel like that they have not hit – their full potential yet and I still feel that way even after this match however this one was real close to the best these guys can do and I just I just don't I don't I know this sounds crazy after this seeing this match but I don't think they have good chemistry I think they're very good wrestlers who both can do amazing things and that's how they they like muscle their way to these matches but they're if, if you sat and we did film study, I could show you what I mean. It's hard to explain. But if you watch them, there's a lot of hesitation and stuff like that. But this match had a lot less of that than we than we usually see. And, uh, you know, one time, you know, people always like, oh, you know, this Andy guy, you know, Mr. Guy. What the fuck does he know about wrestling? How does he know about wrestling? You know, and um, I've a few times, uh, more than once, you know, been around wrestlers when they're putting matches together and that is very interesting and one time I was around this guy his name's Cole Radrick and he was taking a real long time to put this match together I said Cole how many moves are you going to do in this match and he's like well we're doing all of them we're doing all the moves and I was and he was joking but Zack Sabre Jr. and Naito they weren't joking when they put this match together they were like yeah we're gonna do all the moves like all of them and they did they did all the moves (laughs) every single one the crowd was amazing in this match. Uh, Zack Sabre jr. Is bumping hard. Like Naito hits this huge DDT and it's all about like, uh, Zack Sabre jr. Selling it. Amazing. They do submission spots on the top rope and the crowd's like, Ooh, ah, you know, and then something happens. And I just want every new Japan junior to watch this. Um, Nido hits this fucking awesome sunset bomb or excuse me, Zack Saber Jr. hits this awesome sunset bomb on Nido, and Nido doesn't grab the ropes and like hang on for a second. He just takes it like a fucking champ and it's awesome looking. Hey juniors! That's how you take sunset bomb. Yeah, um, but he Nido's he, taking yeah. that in the ring.
0: Everybody mm-hmm. else in the junior division is taking that onto the outside. You shut up. <laughs>
2: um
1: I think it's kind of the same, man. If you if you take a bump right. And, and you're bumping properly, it yeah. doesn't really matter what you're bumping on as long as it's flat. Zack Sabre Jr., he tries this uh, crazy, that crazy leg clutch thing that he beat Naito with, um, but Naito k- sort of kicks out. He kind of mm-hmm. doesn't, but he, he kind of, like, actually, it's a three count, but whatever, he kicks out, sort of. Um, crazy double stomp onto Naito's legs. That was the end. That was the end, because, like, at that point, Naito couldn't do shit after that. It was like it's yeah. over. Now, here is here is a little bit of uh, like something that happened in this match too. Is it after that double stomp they did the uh you know intentional unintentional botch thing and the mm-hmm. crowd was really worried about Naito. So like because of that, they not thought he was, was seriously injured and the crowd went silent, you know, but in New Japan that's different than like an American crowd going silent. It's not it doesn't mean the crowd is dead. It means they're concerned. And yeah. so that really worked for this match. I thought all, I thought this was really good. Um, that crazy-ass hole, taps out. And then Nido sells to the back, you know, and the trainer checks on him. I mean, like, he almost gets fucking, like, human stretchered out, which is the greatest gimmick in pro wrestling, the human stretcher. But uh, they don't do it. And uh, he even pushes people off so he can go out kind of, you know, under the you know his own control and the Young Lions I the, I love this match I don't like that now that's going to be the story for Naito I don't like injury angles I really don't I'm just so tired of them they're so boring however it allows Naito to do one of the things that he does best which is sell for people so you, you know I,
0: do, I, do that angle best to have a guy like Zack Sabre Jr do it because he'll just
1: fucking torture that part where you're just like oh yeah, oh, yeah alright cool Right, I just, I don't want to see a whole tournament of Naito selling, you know, injury angles, because it's just, I don't know, I just, I'm so sick of that as a storyline. However, it's one of the major storylines of pro wrestling, and this match is fucking fantastic. So, I love it, what it means in the context of the tournament, I don't necessarily love, however, I do really like that Zack Sabre Jr. is like mega babyface now, even though, like, like, Zack Sabre Jr. doing flashy things is him doing a dropkick every once in a while and then yeah. him doing all these amazing holds and so like that is him being a babyface. it's a neat character and it's a unique character that's not really out there so I really enjoy this match it's awesome thank you sorry I talked yeah. a lot There we go
0: and then like uh, some people including myself are like how do they f- who's next how do they follow this and, and as soon as I oh, oh wow. it's Shingo, I'm like well they're, they're gonna follow this quite easily And uh, they do. (laughs) Tomohiro Ishii versus Shingo Takagi. Uh, Ishii just, uh, you know, gives Shingo a tap and then a nod, get your ass in the corner. And then Ishii and Shingo get their asses in opposite corners, you know, because uh, Ishii's just like, I want to start a match like this. And Shingo's like, oh, really? All right, motherfucker, let's go. Now – One of my favorite wrestlers, of course, is Jay Wyatt, and our favorite, both our favorite, one of them, for both of us. We both love Jay Wyatt, and we both love the Never Mm -hmm. Open title, and we have been starved for matches that are never as fuck. Well, if you've been starved for that, be prepared to gorge on it, because matches that are never as fuck don't tend to go over the 20-minute mark often. This one's about 20, 25 minutes, something crazy ass like that. Let me just double check. It's 27. It's nearly 28 minutes long. Like for an Ishii and Shingo match, especially for an Ishii match, that's that's pretty long. Uh, These guys just fucking go for it. My God. They start at opposite (laughs) corners, and then they just fucking run at each other. Smash, smash, smash. Fucking, I'm just like, yes, this is what I want. They're fucking just killing each other. Clubbing bros, throat chops, suplexes, more clubbing blows, more fucking brutal. Just, oh, my God. Like, Shingo's, like, laying down at one point and just, he's just, like, crash into the fucking throat. All this kind of shit. <laughs> and it's absolutely freaking incredible. Now, this match has me super excited because I know from watching, you know, the last well since the g127 to now i know that ishii has a certain particular habit and that habit is pinning champions there was one year where he pinned kenny omega uh, whoever was united states champion at the time and i think whoever was uh, then he pinned either the ic champ or the intercontinental champ like he pinned like three champions in that block he was the only one to pin all three champions so this is this is a guy who might not win the big one but you know, he, he, it is possible for an opinion champion. So I, I don't know who's going to win. This could go either way for me. I'm, I'm hoping the champ wins because he's my pick to win the G1 so he can beat up Arseface and take that title. And then he can unify the unified titles. That's the biggest story that makes the most sense to my brain. I think the second story that makes sense to my brain is your prediction of, well, they need to reestablish Carter And mm-hmm. that's fine. Those I think those are the only two stories... That kind of makes sense in my brain. So, yeah, but I, I like the Shingo one better because just like last year, I want someone different to win the G1. Yeah. Always. Yeah, always.
1: Yeah. Um, That's it. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: Go you got oh, anything else way, to say about this? Yeah. One? Yes, please.
1: Ishii does a fucking crucifix bomb. I've never seen
0: him do that yeah. before. So everyone's pulled true, out moves. They never pulled out, of course. Like, and... I've never seen Shingo struggle so hard to put on either a Made in Japan or a Last of the Dragon. So when he finally gets them on Ishii, it's fucking awesome. The crowd's like, oh, yeah. 28 minutes for a never as fuck style match. I'm like, well, that's wrestling heaven. Ooh. Shingo wins. So go for it. What did you think that's, of this?
1: I had, well, I had no idea it was 28 minutes. I mean, it felt like 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah. It's like, it, you know, this reminds me a little bit of the Jeff Cobb versus Shingo yeah. match at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. It's just like balls to the walls the whole time, you know what I mean? There's no it's, you know, this is a very never match, but it's like, you know, high work rate, never, you know what I mean? And that's kind of what Shingo brings to the title. That's kind of his deal. And so he is highly entertaining to see wrestle because he can do that. And Ishii can go with anybody especially that's one of the surprising things about watching Ishii for the first time you know people watch wrestling and they go well what is this like guy with no neck that kind of looks like he can't move at all and then he can go with anybody you know I mean we've seen him go with the juniors so I mean he can go with anybody and like Ishii is just as fast just as good just as hard hitting as anybody else on the roster so when he goes fast it's good now the structure of this match was uh, much like a lot of Ishii matches where, you know, where, where Ishii's, you know, in a big match. A big Ishii match, a lot of times, instead of having the standard Ishii mirror spots where we have like, you know, uh, I don't know, a guy, you know, like here's a, here's a standard Ishii mirror spot you'd see in a match where, you know, Ishii has Shingo in the corner. He hits his fucking, you know, forearm chop, forearm chop, forearm chop, gets him down the court, down the corner. Then, like a couple minutes later, Shingo has Ishii in the corner and does the same thing. Now they do that in this match. And that is the standard stuff that you find in Ishi Ishii match. And that's what happens when Ishii's controlling the match. When Shingo's controlling the match, it's more like a junior style never match. It's kind of what it is, where it's like a hundred miles an hour and all this stuff. Not that Ishii's slowing it down, but his style's a little different. So again, this match uh the the like um you know, foundation of this match or the the way that it's put together is that you see that it's a struggle between two guys trying to have their own match. You know, this is my style. No, this is my style. Fucking cool ass shit. Um, Two things that I noticed in this match that were just like next level type of pro wrestling is that um there is a powerbomb, you know, Ishii does the powerbomb that's also a pin where he's like, I might be fucking you. I don't know. But um that move... And uh, he is—he <laughs> is, is doing—he's about to, to throw the power bomb. He's got—he's got you know uh, Shingo up, and the camera guy is pointed right at Ishi's back. And we see Shingo's facial expression as he goes down. It's fucking amazing. That's good. And then there is a DDT where we see Ishi's face the whole time he's taking this DDT, and we see him selling with his face even while. Like, when no one else does, when no other wrestler in the world is selling with their face, these guys are selling with their face. When they're supposed to be focusing on keeping each other safe, they're so good at that part that they can do all the other little things. And that's what makes these guys fucking awesome. So, this match is is awesome. Now, I I am not as high on it as everyone else because, like, to me, this was like, well, yeah. You know, I mean, to me, this match, I I was expecting this, and this is what we got. So I wasn't like surprised by it. Like it didn't have that, like kind of like,
2: oh, wow, this great. You gotta say that exact
0: same thing at the end of B block. God damn it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I will. You know, I mean, I got yes and no. Uh, but yes, I I just, you know, it, it was to me, it wasn't like some like miraculous thing. It was like this match is awesome. Yeah, these two guys are great. Of course, it's awesome and. And this is exactly what I was expecting. And and they fucking nailed it. They had, you know, these two guys of anyone in New Japan, maybe Ibushi and Naito are good at this too. Um, obvious, I think that Okada and, and Tanahashi have a different style than everyone else in New Japan, which we'll talk about. Um, but uh, to me, you know, those three guys I mentioned, Ishi Shingo and Ibushi, they do, at Naito too, they do the uh, great, big, exciting New Japan strong style main event finish. Very well, and this yeah. match is no no different. In fact, uh, Ishi's shoe is untied at one point, and he didn't even notice. You know what I mean? Um, Huge headbutts, Blast the Dragon, oh Shingo God. wins. Fucking awesome match and a great Night One. I mean, like everyone was worried about uh, you know about the G1 because it was such a lackluster uh, group of wrestlers. However, as we know, they always step up in the G1 always, and so. You know, this was proof of that, and it was like, all right, we're not wasting our time watching this, (laughs) you know, which I think a lot of people were feeling that affirmation and were very happy about that. I was going to watch this anyway, and I was going to enjoy it no matter what, but this was nice to know that these wrestlers are not going to let the G1 be something that's not good.
0: Dude, like, it starts off with a Yijiro match, and – I even sent you a message during the match, going, "Um, this is good." So yeah, it's real good. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So I, I mean, even even you and I were just a bit like, I don't know about this lineup, but you know, you can't argue with match quality like this. You you just can't. All right. It's
1: true, and and we were worried too because New Japan had those those Grand Slam shows that were poopy. So um, but it's the G one. It's the fucking G1! Mm-hmm. Max the Max. Yeah! Are My you goodness. ready to
3: do this New, Jap- New Japan Strong review? I, I am, yeah. Uh... Hi, Luke and Andy. This is Ian with another New Japan Strong review. Apologies for the sound quality on this week's review. I'm recording it from a hotel on a Spanish island. I'm mostly telling you this to brag about the fact that I'm in a hotel on a Spanish island. Do you hear that, guys? Not that loud yet, but definitely there, and definitely making a difference. After more than a year of New Japan Strong in the dojo, we finally have crowds. Will that be the secret ingredient to hurl New Japan Strong towards greatness? Let's find out. First match on the card is Alex Cocklin versus Tomohiro Ishii. This is an Ishii match, which usually means two things. First of all, the match is going to be really good. Second of all, his opponent is about to get the absolute crap knocked out of him. Cochlin takes the correct attitude to an Ishi match and goes hard from the start, giving and receiving heavy offense. Ishii is taking this challenge seriously and shows Cochlin the respect of not letting up for a second, at one point dragging Cochlin back to his feet because mercy is an insult, I suppose. Cochlin gives as good as he gets, hitting a beautiful flying shoulder tackle and one of the best gut wrench suplexes I've ever seen. After Ishii's domination, Coughlin kicks out of a cytosuplex and doesn't just start a comeback, he screams his defiance and goes on a tear of blistering attacks. Ishii ultimately wins, as we knew he would, but this was a calling card match for Coughlin. I'd be amazed if he was a young lion much longer. So with a first match that good, the rest of the night's going to be amazing, Right? right? Second match is Bateman, Mysterioso and Barrett Brown against Connors, Fredericks and Hiroshi Tanahashi. That's right, the Ace of the Universe is on New Japan Strong against the Stray Dog Army. It's about here that the wheels start to come off the show. Against other strong scrubs, Barrett Brown and friends look okay as cheating heels. When facing Hiroshi Tanahashi, they look like AEW dark extras. Tana and the Dojo Boys try, they really do. There's a cute triple air guitar spot, Connors does some nice power stuff, but the whole match just feels like they got Tanahashi for a night and couldn't find anything for him to do. This is redeemed by the post match angle, despite one of the participants. Fredericks gets the pin, and then after the match cuts a spicy promo on Billy Brexit going so far as to challenge him for his fake title that doesn't actually mean anything. This lights the dickhead symbol as Billy Brexit comes out, doing a perfectly respectable bullying job, and tries to punk out Fredericks, who dodges his first punch and lands several of his own. I don't have to like this fake champion to acknowledge that this was well played. In our main event, we have Juice Robinson versus Hikaleo. Hey, remember their match from Resurgence? Well, imagine that, but with tables and slightly worse. The tables gimmick doesn't add much and Hikaleo looks slow rather than methodical, which is a shame. There's some okay stuff on the outside, but nothing special. And the end result is just a decisive win for Hikaleo, wrapping up a feud that had already been wrapped at Resurgence. Overall, the atmosphere of the show was a step up from the dojo shows, but a couple of other things were a step down. The camera work was dreadful, the audience was small and quiet, and, looking at the taping dates, this was all recorded a month ago. On the other hand, Fredericks vs Ishii was great, so I'm hoping the rest of these tapings have some pleasant surprises. Oh, one more thing. Do you like wrestling? From Japan? Do you like singles tournaments? Then you, my friends, are in luck, because one of Japan's biggest companies is having their biggest tournament this month, the N1 victory from Pro Wrestling NOAH. We're currently three nights in, and it's a must-see for fans of 50-something martial artists beating each other up. It's nowhere near as prestigious as that other tournament that's going on right now, but the matches with Nakajima, Keno, Inaba, and Kiyomiya have been great really hoping that Noah resists the ever-present temptation to crown a 50-something as winner and let this be Kia Mio's year. Thanks, guys. Until next time, keep it strong. Well, Luke, um, Ian is pretty Ian, what
1: lasted? (laughs) Yeah, he's pretty funny, first of all. I'm also super jealous that he's at a Spanish island, you know? I, I just imagine, you know, he's walking the same lands that Pompey the Great did once. You know, he's walking in the same areas that Hannibal, you know, recruited uh uh you know uh people to fight rooms so,
0: yeah. He's closer but, to the Tiber than we are, by the way. So if if, if oh, he can... might throw something
1: in, yeah. <laughs> he can throw whatever he wants in there. What would Ian throw in the Tiber? Would it be New Japan Strong?
0: it'd be uh, (laughs) another Hikaleo versus Juice match, that's for sure dude, uh, he didn't mention it in his review, so I'll mention it here, at the same time Hikaleo and Juice are having a fucking titles match I'm seeing gifts and shit from Victory Road, uh, the Impact pay-per-view, which is featuring a tag (laughs) match with Hikaleo on one side and Juice on the other side, and I'm just like, wait, what? so They're feuding in other companies like that, not not just like New Japan. I was like, "Eh, yeah, Uh, I agree with him. Uh, I watched this strong. Uh, I didn't take any notes on it because like, yeah, I don't. Dumbass. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I I, I love Coughlin versus Ishii. So I felt like I got two awesome Ishii matches this weekend. And yeah, uh, Tanahashi. And it's like, well, shit, we're not selling any tickets. Tana, Tana, come down. Oh, Tanner's going to be there. Let's buy tickets. Oh, the stray dog army, great. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, this was a chance for them to do some kind of big thing. To kind of uh, go right. You saw resurgence. Well, it's a month later. Here's what and uh, here's what we're doing. Jay White wasn't even on the show, man. And yeah. And I like that Kozlov, uh, at the end of the fucking Hikaleo juice match, was like, this feud is over. Then I look at my Twitter feed to see that they're wrestling
1: over on Impact. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's that's what it would be, then, is that Ian would throw Kozlov in the Tiber.
0: Oh, mate. We'll all throw yeah. him in the Tiber. Can we just, like, pull him out at least twice so we can, we can all have a turn throwing him in? Or yes. can we just... All three of us grab him and just do one of those swing kind of, one, two, three, <laughs> and then
1: let him go. No afterlife for you, Kozlov.
0: You're in the fucking timer. <laughs> no one's putting silver coins on your eyes. Motherfucker, get out of here. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I, I I have not watched any of the Noah N1, but I am a big Ken, Ken, uh, Keno. I'm a big Keno guy. I like Keno. And uh, Ian posted a GIF this week of Keno lighting his leg on fire and kicking a guy in the face. (laughs) And I was like, I mean, my immediate response was like, does Too Tough Tony know about this? Because he lights his fist on fire, punches dudes in the face. And, uh, you know, I don't know. No one responded to me on that because Too Tough Tony doesn't check Twitter. But um, that is fucking cool. Lighting your leg on fire and kicking a dude? That's pretty cool. I think the only fifty-something that I'd like to see win a tournament,
0: I guess, would be Minaro Suzuki, but uh, he's in America. What about Mister What about Mister
1: I guess he's not fifty, is he?
0: Well, I only say that for Suzuki because, like, Suzuki's not never won the uh, IWGP Heavyweight Title or whatever the fucking thing's called now. Uh, That's And Mister and, and, and Brett's already won a G One, so you know, uh, you know me, I I want to see a new face. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, he's had he's had major titles everywhere else. Uh I think even the Triple Crown Championship. So, Suzuki would be one of those, he'd be the fourth guy to hold all three if he ever gets his hands on the other one.
1: He's yeah. that classic, like, you know, you don't need the title, brother, brother. He's that classic kind of wrestler that, like, doesn't need a title, you know? So, I get it. I understand. Yeah. Hey, Luke, yep. did you watch the night two, Uh, like, the B-Block? Like, it's B-Block night one but it's night two of the G1. Did you watch that? Fuck yeah, I'll watch that shit. Do you want to talk about it? You want- Yeah, I do. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. It's like, we're
0: talking about Noah too much. Let's, let's get out of here. All right, so we start off with uh, Kusi Fujita versus the Murder Machine, Show, And it's kind of the same match as the night before, which is perfectly fine. I want to see Show hone his character and beat the shit out of motherfuckers, so... I'm pretty happy with it. So uh, show beats shit out of Vegeta the whole time, and I loved it.
1: Yeah. Well, we did see a little wrinkle, as they call it, in this mm-hmm. match where uh, show. Okay, so there's the tor- turnbuckle cover, which is not on every ring, right? There's the corner cover, right, which is mm-hmm. is is not the turnbuckle cover. Well. There's two turnbuckle covers. It's confusing. There's the one that Yano takes off all the time, right? Yeah. And then there's the one that actually covers where the turnbuckle is the, the male end of it meets the female end. And that's, like, kind of where they come together. A baby is born, and that baby is basically a leather, like, like kind of, like, thing that goes around the turnbuckle. And Show keeps taking this thing off. And putting it over the mouth and nose of the young line, I okay, listen, Luke. I, we've never <clears> talked <throat> about this, right? Mm. One of my favorite things in pro wrestling that nobody ever does, because it's dangerous, is is legit attempting to kill someone. And so what I mean is is that not like shooting them or something like that. What I mean is is that like blocking the airways because that's what happens in a real fight. You know, in a real like MMA match, sometimes you see the guy like just kind of waving his hands when they're on the ground in front of the other guy's face. And the guy's like pushing his face out of the way because it, it, it keeps the oxygen from getting to the person. If you can get your hand near their face. And so uh, there is a match that happened. It's a fee. It was uh, two females in my area. Uh, Selena Dean Mean Selena Dean and Nikki victory. And man, they had a match one time where they they just like the match was based around them trying to, to fucking block each other's airways off. It was awesome because they looked like they were trying to kill each other. And so the torture house, I mean, yeah, they're going to torture you, but they might try to kill you, too. And I really like that. I thought that was fucking cool. The snake bite looks like um the first part of the BJ moonsault, too, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm
0: super impressed with this version of show. Murder machine, dude. So, yeah, he's trying to kill motherfuckers. So, uh, yeah! yeah! Yeah. So, uh, do you reckon, the, like, the House of Torture has, like, uh, some ghosts and shit in it? Like, is, is uh, Evan Peters up or running up in there killing motherfuckers? Like, what's going on? <laughs>
1: um, no. Uh, But, uh, <laughs> because it just, they just built it. I mean, like. Nobody's oh, yeah. died in there yet. I mean, like, you know, but the ghost of Stu Hart does taunt that place. I will say <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Speaking of the House of Torture, let's get into our <laughs> match for the G1 B block. Uh, t- opening tournament match, I should say, which is Yoshihashi versus Evil. Evil. And... <laughs> and I like this match a lot, and I know you're probably be like, and she actually gives a fuck." But it uh, does a pretty snappy headhunter in this one, which is looks pretty cool. Uh, evil, fuck you, Luke. Shut up. Evil fucks with the fucks with Arbe not once, but twice. <laughs> as you do, as you do. <laughs> and I have to look. There's cheating galore. There is so much uh, uh, of the evil dictogo kind of stuff that I'm like. Is Yoshi actually going to pull a shocker in Osaka? Right? Like, what the fuck? What the hell's going on? I will say also Yoshi's pulling out fucking busters and shit that I've never seen him do. So there's another guy that's, uh, hey, it might be Yoshihashi, and you can think about him how you want. But I liked him last year's G1, and I like seeing him pull out some shit he doesn't usually pull out. I always kind of respect that. Uh, so that's pretty cool. But, man, so, so my point is they don't usually make him look this strong in a loss. They don't. They usually just job him the fuck out, but uh, even though he's even though he loses in this match, I, I feel like they, they they didn't kind of shit on him like usual. So uh, it, it's it's a low blow, and then everything is evil and uh, evil. Two points, Yoshihashi zero.
1: Okay, cool. so a big. Go pro- on, take it, a Duke. On pro- it. No, there's a big problem with this match, and it has nothing to do with the work rate or you know it has to do with who's in it and their history. You Know, yeah. I mean, don't we? Do we don't remember that evil killed Yoshihashi with a chair like in, in, in the New Japan Cup and that's how he turned heel? That was like the first inkling of him turning heel. This, uh, that is something that New Japan usually is very keen on. Um, and I don't remember that that was discussed at all in commentary and it didn't seem to work its way into the match at all, which is a little disappointing. Um, however. It's Yoshihashi, so who fucking cares? Throw his ass in the Tiber, watches dick float around. <laughs> and uh but even Kevin Kelly knows Yoshihashi is garbage because one of the first things he says is he says he says Yoshihashi has a dreadful record in the G one. <laughs> <laughs> I was giggling. I'm still giggling about that. It's better than, than
0: Yujiro's record.
1: <laughs> Pretty sure Yoshihashi won two matches last year. <clears throat> You would think that because I like uh, 90s Lex Luger in WCW that I would like Yoshihashi. Because Yoshihashi is like, hey, I'm going to run over here. Ah! And I'm going to be, like, doing some thing. Ah! And then here you're hitting me. Ah! And that's, like, his thing. And I hate it. And it's awful. Uh, The crowd is very vocal during this match, though, which I like. There's all kinds of cool reversals at the end. It's a fine match, I guess. Uh, Togo distracts during the pin. Where Yoshihashi had oh, like the to, match yeah, one. Yeah. I loved it, and I was so happy about that. Um, because everyone hates Dick Togo, and he's like my favorite. Like I, I love Daniel Bryan, but I think Dick Togo is now my favorite wrestler, and I'm just gonna say that all the time on the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's he no hold on, he's not my favorite wrestler. He's my favorite backstage guy. There you go. That's gonna get us some heat.
0: Oh man, so yeah, uh, I I enjoy evil. I I, I, love, I love his shit. So yeah, hook, hook that shit up to I my veins. You buddy. did
1: you get the did you get the t shirt <laughs> yet or what? What the fuck's going on? Well, look,
0: with it's on the, the torture. Token, it's on the token shop for like thirty bucks, but like it'll be five bucks cheaper if it goes on promos. Wow. So I'm being a fucking uh, hmm. cheap cheap skate. But uh, so yeah. So bucks. What are bucks?
1: I don't know oh, what that
0: is. Um I was helping you out there, dude. Uh they're dollary dues. Oh okay. All right. Yeah.
1: Thank you. I, I didn't understand what you were saying. That's all right, ma'am. Hey folks, we like that fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so here's a match where I was just like, oh, I don't know about this, and I've had that, I had that thought like last night, Great Oakan versus Zantongo. Uh, I was like, oh, I don't know this. Chase Owens versus Jeff Cobb. Fuck like, man, there's an awesome super the floor by Jeff Cobb. Uh, yes. And I was hoping for a squash, but as you pointed out to me in a message, like it's a G1, they don't really do squashes, and nope. it's also kind of Chase's first ever G1 match, so I guess you don't want to shit on him too hard, but. I wouldn't have minded. He gets some pretty decent offense in as well, but, uh, you know, Jeff Cobb's a big, beefy sponge and just absorbs all of it. There's like a gnarly German suplex, then a thrust kick, and finally, after a couple of attempts, he finally gets (laughs) a tour of the islands on. So, yes, uh, Jeff Cobb with two chase zero. Jeff Cobb, I don't think he'll win the block, but I reckon he'll hit the, the double digits in the points for sure. He's
1: going to put on amazing matches. That's why he's in the G1. Um, you know, he's not there to win. That's just my opinion. Maybe I'm yeah. wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Whatever. Um, so <laughs> the I tell you what, I didn't care if dude got braids in his hair. I don't care if he has sand in his shoes. All I care is he took a tour. That's all I care about. But um, you know, uh, Texas guy, he tries to get like a sneaky advantage at first, but Cobb hits that. Huge belly-to-belly overhead on the floor. Oh, so good. Um, I love that. Uh, You know, Cobb gets, like, huge pops from the crowd for just killing Chase Owens, which is amazing. And, you know, unfortunately, I have to point out, Chase Owens crossed the border. He hit a Canadian dropkick, um, which is one of his moves, and it makes me pretty upset. And if you don't know what that means, that means through the ropes. You know, so yeah, not yeah. over them or under them. It's through the ropes. That's Canadian dropkick because you're crossing the border, you see. And, yeah. um, you know, that's a thing. Uh, the crowd absolutely loses their mind when, like, Cobb uh, cuts uh, Mr. Owens off and does, like, all of his moves. You know, he does the fucking um, whatever the, like, the, like, weird suplex sides, you know, spinning side suplex things yeah. he does. And then he does the fucking standing moonsault. He did all that shit or, you know, shooting star press or whatever it is. Uh, uh, They also had some really cool, like, tour of the island fake-outs. And there's a big problem in this match, guys. And I don't, you know, if you see it, you won't unsee it. They are calling spots in this match. And you can hear them, and you can see it. And it's never more obvious than when they do the big New Japan double-down camera shot, which is from the corner. It's it's ring level and it's straight on and you see both guys' faces and the camera guy will focus on the guy that's close and then focus on the guy that's away or he's using a wide angle lens and they're both in focus. These guys are having a chat. They're having a fucking chat during that shot, which shows you Chase wants the to really go places to go on the islands. It's true. <laughs> this shows you the inexperience of these two guys in main event style New Japan matches because every other New Japan guy that's been in those matches is going to know when you're in that spot you just fucking lay there and sell as hard as you've ever sold in your life sold in your life that's what you do so um you know in fact one of my favorite of those shots ever is Naito, covered in blood. His face is completely covered in blood. And Kenta's laying there, and they're both big double down, and and Naito looks at Kenta in the whites of his eyes, and he starts saying something to Kenta. He's not calling a spot. He's saying, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> it's fucking <quite laughs> awesome. So, uh, they botched that part, but man, this match is good. Yep. Yeah. I don't think there's a single bad match on both nights. So, uh,
0: I mean, I don't know what's it's the G1, we'll but there, there, are
1: we'll some, there are some wrestlers who so wrestling. I like their match. So. Well, but I know. Like, I'm just saying I'm I'm, I'm building the suspense because Godo has yet to wrestle. Yeah. So maybe I'm going to shit on him. You don't know. Well, here's a dude I like to
0: shit on, but I wait for the uh, – and it's never for his in-ring, but it's uh, Sonata versus Tama Tonga. Tama! Tama! Sonata! Yeah. <laughs> And, hey, Sonata gets the crowd gasping in the way that uh, 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 Akata got the crowd gasping. Uh, when Fuck he, yeah. He, remember when uh, uh, Akata revealed that he wasn't wearing pants? He was wearing trunks again? <laughs> well, Tamar does something similar. I mean, I don't think he, he – I think he usually yeah, – he almost always has a shirt on. He takes yes. his shirt off, and the crowd's just like,
1: oh. you! Did you notice something different about him? uh he Talk, wasn't I'm talking shit go what he's big he's real big like he gained a lot of weight for this tournament like he looks big he looks pretty ripped man
0: like yeah he looks good uh okay. i wish when he t- took his shirt off and everyone was like oh i was like yeah i've seen this guy do
1: 30 minute matches of course he's fit like get out of here uh like it, it, like i the last time he was in the tournament uh he lost a bunch of weight for it so this is a different kind of look like this is different Tamatonga here i'm sorry i'll shut up i just i i just it's interesting to me that he is doing something completely different this year i like it
0: yeah i like it a lot
1: too i
0: think this match is awesome the finish is not what i want what but i really like this match uh Tamatonga, man this this just makes me think, like, I not only have I missed singles Tama, uh, but I want, like, Tonga Lowa and Hikaleo. They can be the new G.O.D. Can we have more singles Tama Tonga, please? Because if this is the kind of shit that Tama Tonga is going to give us, keep keep giving that to us. Like, I don't really give a fuck about as of Destiny if this is the kind of shit he's going to give us, because I want to see more of this. Pretty please. <laughs> and he's really uh, – now, really good kind of uh, counter – kind of wrestling you know they're both trying to uh one-up each other in that kind of respect which is kind of a sonata style i guess like uh, he's he's really good at the uh uh oh you're gonna put this on me no counter back into this and that i thought there were really good transitions in and out of the skull end uh into even like tamo even turns it into a tongue and twist in at one stage which i thought was really cool uh and uh, you gave me the name for this, so I'm kind of gonna steal your shit. But uh, he does this really cool. What was it called? The J Driller? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought this match here would be either the first match, Yoshi versus Evil, or this match right here, Sonata versus Tama, would be the shocker in Osaka because I had no fucking. There was no way Jeff Cobb was losing to Chase Owens. This is uh, that's not happening. But, <laughs> but no, no shocker in Osaka. It's the Okada Roll. O'Connor Bridge, sorry, the the kind O'Connor, O'Connor Bridge roll and Sonata picks up
1: the two points. Good match. Yeah, this match is very good. Um, okay, so one thing I gotta say before I forget to say it is that uh, just mark my words, you know, uh, Tomatonga versus Goto is gonna be awesome. Yeah. Uh, they always crush it, and so and this is a hyper motivated Tomatonga. Um, there's just like this really cool like mind game thing too at the beginning where Tomatonga. The reason he takes the shirt off is to kind of taunt, you know, Sonata into posing so he can he can s- sneak attack him. So I mean, like, and and one of the greatest pro wrestling gifts of all time comes from uh, a uh, Tomatonga mind games thing in a match. And and the the it's in Kurgan Hall, and I can't remember who he's facing. It might be Goto. Who knows? They're walking out, and you see Tama Tonga scoot across the entrance it, holding a newspaper up over his face <laughs> <laughs> and then attack the guy from behind. So he, a lot of times in the G1, will find different ways to you know, sneak attack his opponent, which so I look forward to different ways he's going to do that. It's awesome. Um, yep. They do my favorite shit. They do my favorite shit, which is the amazing running the rope spots, and they just crush it. And Tama Tonga is one of these guys that runs into the ropes, takes a few steps out, change direction, go the other side, then hits the same ropes again, you know, all the while mastering his opponent by outmaneuvering him. And, you know, and in a situation where he's in the ring with someone like Sonata, who does that to the dads, It's fucking awesome always to see somebody just completely keep up with them and not even breathe heavy. Like, (laughs) Tomatonga's like, are you going to fuck with me? Because I can go. And we've always said that about Tomatonga, He can go. I'm glad that new viewers to New Japan are going to see that here because uh, it's been a while since we've seen this, as you said before. The dueling comebacks part of this, like, main event style match is outstanding it's really good and and that is what leads into the like flipping like you know the tombstone driver reversal that uh mm-hmm. the undertaker can't do anymore especially with roman reigns because he makes the noise Rrr! um watch that match and listen for Rrr! it's so funny i don't want to watch uh, a roman reigns match sorry <laughs> <laughs> and uh anyway they do that that reversal spot with the the skull end, and it's fucking amazing. Also, there's a really funny part where um, Sonata gets this like huge, you know, pop for putting um, Tamatanga in the Paradise Lock, and Milano and Liger just fucking mark out. They're like standing up, like cheering. <laughs> Chris Charlton says
0: Chris Charlton says something. And I'm just like, dude, don't break, don't don't give me some real life logic here. He's like, oh, he's got Tama Tonga in the in the fucking the paradise lock. Paradise lock. Oh, you should just leave him there like that. And I'm just like he... well, Yeah. Listen. I mean, surely Listen. he should just put paradise locks on people outside for every match and then just go into
1: the ring and he'll win. But dude. dude I I I love Chris Trump. I we you know, we sort of quasi had him on the show once. Um he's a good dude and I know he's doing his best. Whew, night 2 was pretty rough man and like he he also continually says things that are like backstage stuff or something that alludes to that or alludes to what's going to happen. And Kevin Kelly does it too and I don't like it. Um I don't want to know what's going to happen. You know, yeah. I don't want to know any of that shit. It's like like I don't even watch the trailer to movies because half the time my fucking analytical brain will just pick out, oh, well, I'm waiting for, okay, a helicopter explodes. It's got the main character in it. Well, I'm waiting for that to happen the whole movie. You know, so um, I'm just a cynical fuck. And so I can't, you know, sometimes he says stuff and it's like, why are you doing that? But commentary's hard. I got some really um, not happy uh, uh, feedback on my commentary recently. And I was like, wow, Okay. Sorry, damn. <laughs> oh. So I get it. You know, it's hard. And uh, but I've only tried it twice and he's been doing it a while. Um, I'll stop burying him because I think he's doing a good job. But man, during the main event. Oh my god. He had yeah. some problems. What are we oh. talking about? Uh Tama Tonga and Sonata. This match is awesome. The J Driller is a uh double undercoat underhook pile driver, and my God, that move is awesome, and it looks fucking Like, you're killing somebody. It's such a great move. So I'm really happy to see it. Um, Catalyst Driver is another name for that move, and there's various other names for it. I fucking love it. Okay, I'll stop talking about it. This is uh, really good. And, oh, oh, I thought you would really like this match, too, because, well, hate it, I guess, because of who won. But the way that they set up the finish, if Sonata had lost, would have been really satisfying because he starts going for his five moves of doom but he gets cut off. And a lot yeah. of times when Sonata is like, he's putting his finger to his ear, he's putting his finger in the air. He's going for five moves to him. His, it, the match is over. He's going to the top rope and doing that shit. So the fact that he got cut off right there really made me happy. <laughs> but then he wins it. Then he just wins anyway. And I, was anyway. Like, I right. did get excited. I was like,
0: Oh shit. Oh, I kind I, I can't bridge. I'm like, kick out Taba, Come on. Mm. <laughs> Damn it. And uh,
1: yeah it was good match though
0: and it was entertaining oh, yeah. so yep all right so we got next we've got taichi versus hiroki goto and yay we got miho abe here as well yay!
2: and,
0: and uh, i think the boys on commentary must be disappointed that i didn't get some miho keychains as well but uh wow they did they do they get distracted by miho abe
1: <laughs> i know <laughs> uh, eyes on the match fellas that's what i tweeted because i was like come on enough i get it
0: though I'm, i think i'm more a miho guy than a, uh, a peter guy but that's all right you can like my yeah like tacos but anyway <laughs> <laughs> i haven't done that for a while <laughs> Oh man, I wish you had told me last episode that it was like episode sixty-nine, man. Like, why didn't you tell me that? I don't know why that I didn't me. know.
1: I didn't I didn't know until I posted it. Yeah. Someone someone responded with nice or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is episode 70. Not nearly yes. as uh, significant or fun. No. 96 will be
0: the next milestone. Now uh so yeah. <laughs> we got <laughs> this is this match is great too like i really liked it we got goto choking tai chi on the outside like a douchebag i'm like oh all right because they're Mm -hmm. they're trying to make tai chi out to be a face they're they're really yes they're really doing a good job at making both tai chi and Zack saber jr look like faces but without them kind of like sacrificing their moveset or things they do so goto chokes him out first and then then it's like all right well tai chi's gonna do the same so he does I thought this match is pretty hard-hitting and kind of nether. I liked it. And they both bust out moves they don't do or they don't do often, <laughs> which is a fucking thing. Like, like uh, I don't recall the last time I saw Goto do this, but it's called the Shoton Kai, which looks pretty fucking awesome. I, I did uh, copy that, and paste like,
1: that. That kind of, like, pendulum kind of slam thing. Is that what you're talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I... Can't remember, you'd be able to tell me what this move is, but uh, Taichi in return does this move called the the, the Nadawa Atoshi, which also looked pretty fucking badass. It's a good, it's a great match, and it ends. Uh, it's, a, it's a good match that's even better than the previous match because it doesn't end with Goto winning. Well, imagine if Goto and Sonata <laughs> win on the same night, Ugh. <laughs> it's, it's probably gonna happen, but I'm glad it didn't happen on night one or so uh, show ever. So we hate New Japan. <laughs> yeah. welcome to the uh pro wrestling noah podcast the uh <laughs> covering the yeah. end one
2: but uh tai chi two <laughs> points
1: goto uh with zero oh my god okay i'll try not to wander too much but um this is uh this is awesome my my first couple lines of notes almost like mirror yours almost exactly uh like a like an Ishii match themselves. Uh, but I did notice, you know, it. it I do have something to add, uh, you know, kind of an editorial. And as the that Godo, he steals everybody's shit, and that's, you know, it's no different in this match. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna put it on display for everyone to see. Look at how much of a dick I am. I'm gonna choke Taichi. That's his shit, but I'm sure I'm gonna do it. And Taichi, when he like returns the favor, he has like eight camera cords as opposed to one, or he has like a whole a whole like coil of it's just so funny Um, (laughs) uh, this match is very never and uh, it's it's got a lot of never moments where like Titus just kicking Gota really hard and Gota's like fuck there's also a hilarious botch where like they're doing you know clothesline and Gota's supposed to duck it but he doesn't so he just gets clobbered (laughs) hey
0: whether but, it's a botch or yeah. not, it still look awesome. So I was just like, all right. Yes. Oh yeah. man, Godo got destroyed. So I love that. He sold it um, too. Like he's a pro, man. He, he still did. sold it. It was good stuff. Yeah. I
1: like that a bit. Do it- and they botch, Yeah. Fuck Godo. Um yeah. they do like really great in the match of this like build and release, build and release, which we'll talk about in the main event too. Um, but the match is like all about the Greco Roman throat hole. That's what the like the story of the match is that. And there is this amazing part where, like, it looks like is oh going to win. He's going for the GTR. And then and the whoop, all of a sudden, tai Chi's hand just pops up and starts choking. <laughs> and it's the camera's right on it. It's fucking an amazing moment in pro wrestling. I thought that that made this match just one of the most – I just have a smile on my face talking about it. I fucking loved it. I'm and that least obviously – <laughs> yes, he may bust that out a few Scull times. Skull end, throat grab. Yeah. <laughs> uh, big roaring elbow. Yeah, exactly. Roaring elbow, and then the uh, Black Mephisto and tai Chi's roaring elbow is really funny. So um, that's the way he kind of like runs real quick, like his feet like move real quick, but not in big steps, and then he just hits an elbow, and um, it just kind of depends on who's selling it, whether it looks good. So <laughs> Like yeah. when he hits Naito with that, Naito goes flipping off into the stratosphere. And Goto did a good job in this match, too. I'm so glad he lost.
0: Yeah, well, at least you got what you wanted. Fucking Sonata. Yeah. Well, Let's talk well, about your favorite match ever. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, I see this is the only match that does this. I feel like every single match of the G1, especially the main event last night, of the previous night, A-Block, was, alright, let's fucking go. And then I watch the start of this match, and they do something that's, alright, it's fine, I know that's how they used to wrestle this Soroshi Tanashi versus, because it's Gary Carter, by the way, everybody. But, then they, but, you know, my ADHD will kick in, and when that does, Mr. Andy, it usually means I tune the fuck out. I'm just I'm like, all right, I'm just going to – I I can't, I can't help it. I just tune out. So there are things that just make me go, yeah, uh, wait, what would you say? Can you repeat that? Uh, or, well, that's kind of boring, but I'll just leave it on, and I'll re- rewind it, and I'll just watch. And then when that boring bit's over, I'll just watch it. So, yeah, you know, just to give people an insight as to how my brain can work sometimes, especially since I've watched – right now uh how many nights one two three four i've watched nine g1 matches previous to this so far Have i want to you know seven whatever i've watched and none of them felt slow to me they didn't start none of them felt like they started slow and some of them went for 27 28 minutes as well and they still didn't feel like they started slowly so yes this is my long drawn out slow explanation to explain that the first 15 minutes of this match maybe 20 just bored the fucking shit out of me and I tuned the fuck out and I didn't really pay attention to the last 10 minutes. Yeah. So yeah, also uh you yeah, know, it's it's it, it, they're great wrestlers. The last 10 minutes is pretty exciting. It's good. But I don't feel like they ever kind of won me over. Like the, the part that I thought, oh, I'm alright, alright, okay. Luke, Luke, watch the TV, pay attention, pay attention. Was the aces high fly, fly to the outside? i we we both fucking adore that move, right? And then yeah. they, yeah, then they both go inside and money clip, and I was just like, for fuck's sake! All right, and then I kind of tuned out for it all bit <laughs> again. So, it, I it, this isn't necessarily me. Uh, I guess I am shitting on it, but that's kind of how I felt. I don't know. I felt like compared to every other match, this one was just too fucking slow. Way too slow. Um, and, dude, tell me I'm wrong. I, I probably am. And everyone listening is probably going you crazy. But don't worry. Andy's got your back because he really enjoyed it. Go for it, dude.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I this match is great. I don't, you know, I mean, it's a great match. I don't know what, how to be. <laughs> i i I don't know how to justify your feelings other than to say, you know sometimes the state of mind you're in when you're watching wrestling can really affect the way that you like it or not, and that's I'm sure i'm I've been guilty of the same thing where a great match just passed me by because I was just pissy because they just announced that wrestle Kingdom was going to be three nights, you know what I mean so um that does happen, which by the way, I got that week off. Um, that's oh, dude, official. Jay White versus Finley. So. All right, cool. <laughs> I love
2: but, that. Yeah, so yeah. Like, so like I get, I get
1: feelings. Yes. Yeah, I, I get like that sometimes.
0: And,
2: and, and know, I know that. and you're right.
1: Mm-hmm. And you're right. This match, and you know, I knew what to expect from this because I've seen it several times, and yeah. it's always great. And they, you know, this match does start slow and it builds and it builds and it builds, especially when it's in the G1 and they know they got a 30 minute time limit. And like the last two times they've met in the G1 has been, uh, I think it's the last two times. I could be wrong about that. I'm usually wrong about stats, but I think they were, it's been a draw each time. So, you know, this is, this is kind of like a mini story within a mini story within a major story within the G1. And that's what Tanahashi versus Okada will always be. And that's what, you know, other stuff is starting to be, you know, uh, like, you know, if we see Ibushi versus Naito, that's another one that has all this history and stuff. You know, my point is, is that I get why you don't like the style. And, and I'm going to explain something that kind of defends your opinion a little bit. And that is that. I said it earlier that there's these guys that are like Japanese style wrestlers okay. and stuff, and 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 they aren't Tanahashi and Okada. They are not Japanese style wrestlers, okay? They are Western style wrestlers who wrestle in Japan. And so, so and, and what I mean about that is that think about their move sets, right? You know, I, I think that Okada in particular, all of his move sets, all of his yeah. moves are fucking wet Western moves done yeah. by. Famous wrestlers on, on, you know, in WWF, and yeah. it, you know, the, so that's an easy way to explain it. It's also the match style that they, uh, that they do in this match. Tanahashi was the face, and Okada was the heel, and the crowd was solidly behind Tanahashi, which was awesome. The crowd's interaction with this match really made it for me because, it, it you know, it starts off with these slow headlocks because they have to, they have to have that jockeying for position to build the excitement because this is a western style match that's in the jap in japan so it has four acts but it's it's a western style so it's going to have like a big long heat section you know with comebacks and stuff which is where the dragon screws come in every time you know and and it's going to have big high spots from your baby face which is where the top rope high fly flow to the floor comes in where legit a guy in the crowd just goes (laughs) I was like, <laughs> Yeah, that made me so happy. Um, you know, it, it it makes sense why you don't like the style match, because when you watch Japanese wrestling, you want to see Japanese wrestling. And this is something yeah. a little more westernized, which is one of the reasons why people like it so much. Um, towards the end, the comebacks are amazing. You know, with 24 seconds left, Okada hits, you know, the X factor. <laughs> Sort of, and then a rainmaker for the win. I really like the match. Um, you know, after Tanahashi had hit that high fly flow to the floor, then he gets in the ring and tries to hit one in the ring, but knees up. Okada hits a rainmaker there, and so like Okada, I hated him after this match. So, and that's what this match was supposed to do. So there you go. I liked it. And thank you there, Mister Andy. Uh,
0: he did not tell me to. To uh, tell you that everyone that that I should thank him, but here I am thanking him for (laughs) him having my back uh, with with that. Because you know, like I can I can watch that and be like, look, if you recommend this match to me in a couple years time, I'll probably sit there and watch it and be like, oh yeah, I guess I was just. in a weird brain space when it happened or I just watched so many fast-paced matches that watching something that moves slowly was just like, oh, I don't know. I don't think this is a good idea for my brain. So yeah, it, it is what it is, Mr. Andy. And Now, uh, I guess this would be the portion of most podcasts where they will go, alright, so the next time on the G1, these are your A-block <laughs> matches and here's your B-block matches. And the thing is though, like, if if you were to look up the entire lineup, like you can look up right now, you could probably go to straight to October twenty first and be like, all right, these are the last matches of the block, right? And then from there, you if you if you kind of like if you think and cap on, you can kind of piece together just what the end of the G one might look like. And I don't like doing that, and Mister Andy doesn't like doing that either. So. No. We're tai chi and up in this bitch like yeah uh, people will wrestle whoever they wrestle we know who's in each block uh the the, the way i find out or will find out who's wrestling each other next isn't by clicking on the schedule uh it'll be just by going to new japan world and they're like uh english on the september 23rd i'm like oh okay cool but they're gonna be some good matches and then uh, they'll do the same for the next night so yeah you know when
2: very I'm awesome.
1: not going to pay attention to any of that shit. Like, I'll, I'm will i going to watch everything fresh. Yeah, just like whenever, you know, because the, the cool thing is, is coming up, the rest of the shows are at 5.30 a.m. for me, which is the way it was last year. And it was nice. a beautiful thing. I can, I can get up at 5.30 every day of the week and still function and not, like, die. Um, but, like, 4.30, because, you know, in the middle of November, we'll switch back to, you know, fall back. And then you and I will have a, a much bigger time difference. And I do not like that. That fucked with me last year. So I'm worried about that. But at the same time, I'm excited for the G1 because I think that it's it's clear that both A block, especially A block, maybe more so, uh, you know, and B block, I think they exceeded expectations. And I think I that agree. that's kind of what you see from the G1, even if you have high expectations. You still, they still exceed it, and that's the thing is that even when New Japan has money problems, they have attendance problems, they have scheduling problems, they have injury problems, it doesn't matter because the absolute foundation of New Japan is great match quality, and they always do that when they need to. So, here we are, yep.
0: And just looking at the schedule, like without looking at run lineups or anything like that, you'll have at least there's a bit, most of the shows you write are on at a time that's at least. Kind of sort of decent for you, but there'll be at least three shows just looking up here where you'll where um, you'll probably message me and go, hey, you got Tweety Judy. So, yeah, other than that, awesome, because, uh, you know, it's always a more fun when we're both on the Tweety at the same time.
1: Yeah, man, it's it was fun the first two nights, too. There was lots of people. You got retweeted. I Man, New Japan Global loves you. I'm out in the outs. I don't know why they don't like <laughs> me anymore. I gave the most generic tweets I could and they still wouldn't fucking retweet them. So. <laughs> and yours was like, yours was like, Yoshihashi's headhunter was good, which is not true. It was snappy. They retweeted, they retweeted that immediately and everyone was like, oh yeah, he was sure was a good thing. At <laughs> <Yes, laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, they retweeted me the night before as well. I said Zack saber Junior isn't the guy you want to face in the first round, and I got like a million mm. retweets and things like that. And I was like, "Fuck!" And that was on my account. Why couldn't I? Damn it, I should have tweeted on the main thing, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, we can always both do it. I mean, we we decided not to do that early on, but it is okay. I mean, it's okay if that's the like thing that so. <laughs> so, well, you can always put your initials after or something like that. But uh, but yeah, it, I mean I'm, I I I'm excited, you know. And you know, can
0: people tell who's tweeting just by like if uh-huh. say you say there's no wrestling show on and you and I just they're like oh we got a message on the tweet let's reply to that. Can people tell which one of us it is?
1: Yeah, because I'm fearless, and I don't care, and I just post videos and screenshots all the time, because I don't give a fuck, yeah. and uh, you don't, so. That's right, I don't have that many photos saved. We did have a
0: photo chat with uh, Mr. Ian recently, but. We did. My man, man, yeah. man, rambling, like, this, maybe we should have done recommends, because, like, we're just rambling there now, I'm joking, but we, we don't have time for that, but. No. Uh, I've had fun, if you had fun, like, the G1 is, is a fun time, yeah. you were right. No no, matter the state of New Japan, they're going to bring it for the tournament, so I'm glad they did. (laughs) Kota! Huge, huge! (laughs)
1: Huge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You got me with that one. (laughs) That's pretty
0: good. Uh, In, uh in in huge huge we trust no i'm joking in 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 bread we trust full struggle danger
2: zone i know <laughs> <laughs>